Hello, my name is Lindsay Bosba and I am thrilled to be with you today. Last week, we kicked off a brand new series of talks called Quarantine Living, and we're not shying away from the realities of living in this condition, and we are hearing back about how grateful people are that we are getting real about what's happening living in quarantine. See, living in quarantine, it's temporary. Remind yourself, it's temporary. It's not permanent, but we cannot deny that it's having an effect on us. Fuses are shorter, frustrations are higher, emotions resemble a roller coaster ride. And as the writer, hello, we're wondering when is this ride going to end? Have you ever been on a ride that you thought would never end? Last year, I took a girl's trip to Disneyland to celebrate my best friend's 40th birthday. And if you have never gone to Disneyland without your children, you are missing out because it's amazing. And this lady right here had guilt-free fun. It was so much fun. And we all have a favorite ride at Disneyland. You're probably thinking about yours right now. In fact, I want you to comment right now and let me know what your favorite ride is. See, when you have a favorite ride, it's the ride that you wanna go on first. And if there's not a crazy line when you get off, you're going right back on it, right? See, my friend and her mom could not wait to go on their favorite ride. They were getting all giddy just thinking about it. And they told me, you're gonna love this ride. It is the best ride ever. Well, I remember turning the corner at California Adventure and there it was, Guardians of the Galaxy, formerly known as Tower of Terror. Have you ever been on that ride? Y'all are crazy. Like, I so badly wanted to skip that ride. Come on, I will hold the purses. I wanted to be that friend. But my friend's mom was going on this ride. My friend's mom has six grandchildren and this is her favorite ride. And my competitive nature just started to kick in. And I thought, well, if she can do it, so can I. So I strapped myself in that seat and I am proud to say, I almost died. <laughs> my friends are giggling and laughing and I am trying my best to get into a fetal position while strapped into a belt. Like I wanted to scream, but when you are dropping a billion feet, nothing comes out of your mouth. Every time I thought the ride was going to end, the evil little minions that operate it would bring us up again and drop us. I was literally begging for this ride to be over and, when, and asking like, when is this gonna end? See, some of you right now, you just wanna yell out, when is quarantine living going to be over? When is this crisis going to end? Does that sound familiar? Is that a familiar feeling? Because come on, you're not alone. So you've probably heard the term, we're all in the same boat. And although that's a familiar term, I do not think it's the best term to describe our current condition. What rings more truth is this, we're all in the same storm, but we are not in the same boat. Friends, your boat is different than my boat. And my boat is not the same as the person living down the street. We are all weathering the same storm, but we are not weathering it in the same circumstances. Our resources are not the same. Our strengths and our weaknesses are never gonna be identical. For some, your boat is a force to be reckoned with. It is stockpiled, it is strong, it can handle a beating. But for some, they may feel their boat is barely staying together. In fact, by the time that quarantine living is over, there are some that may be floating to shore on one single broken piece of wood. See, we are, all, we are all in this same storm, but our boats are different. And in times like this, it's tempting to compare. Can I talk to you for a moment as your friend and as your pastor? Can I talk to you for a moment about comparison? Specifically, social comparison. See, we're hearing social distancing over and over again. But the problem is that while we're physically staying away from others, and distancing ourselves socially, we're looking too close at other people's lives and comparing socially. 
We're staying away through social distancing, but we are looking too close by social comparison. See, it's too easy to get on social media and see what others are doing during this time. Oh, that person, you know, they're working out and they've lost 10 pounds. I've gained two. No way, she's making meals for her family every night. Oh, they look happy. They're hiking as a family. Why hasn't our family hiked? Look at their birthday parade. I didn't plan a birthday parade. Oh my God, what am I gonna do for the birthday? Like all these things are happening and we find ourselves comparing our lives to another person's lives. Do you know that comparisons, they can be informative. Someone can post something and we can learn something and maybe even get inspired. But comparisons are almost always discouraging because someone's always gonna end up at the bottom. We can't measure how we are doing based on how someone else is doing. And when we're in the same storm, but not in the same boat, we can't evaluate our lives and answer the question, how am I doing in quarantine living based on how I see someone else living during this time? See, social comparison, it will not help you. It's actually going to hurt you. We end up judging ourselves or judging others based on a picture with a caption. And here's the problem with that. Psychologist Dr. Carolyn Carr explains that there's three reasons why social comparisons are so wrong. Number one, comparisons turn friends and allies into rivals. Comparison robs us of the the feeling happy for someone and their accomplishments. It can stop us from sharing joy with a friend or a family member when a good thing comes their way. If we use others as a benchmark to evaluate ourselves, jealousy can creep in and it finds its way into our hearts and our minds and that may undermine our ability to truly cherish the good things that come to others. See, social comparisons are wrong. Another reason is because life isn't fair. It's not fair. And the sooner we realize that reality, it's gonna change the way we handle this season because too many of us are sitting in the seat of victim when we are comparing our lives to others. And if we realize just the truth behind it, that life is not fair, we'll stop the comparisons, we'll stop the justification, and we'll just, we'll just recognize the truth. And the third thing, it's just super, super important, and it's a trap that we all fall into, is that pictures are often perfect illusions. Pictures are often perfect illusions. We do not know the stories behind the pictures that we see. We may see a perfectly baked meal, but what you didn't see is the fight with the family to actually get them to sit down and eat it together. If we knew the other's whole truth, we might not feel so inadequate when it comes to comparing ourselves to their perfect picture. One way to stop the comparison right now is to take a break from social media. The world is gonna continue without you and it's gonna be okay, but if you find yourself being overwhelmed with feelings like I'm not doing a good enough job, I'm not a good enough mom, I'm not an involved enough dad, I'm not working hard enough, if you find yourself feeling worse about yourself or even shaming others because of the perfect pictures that you're seeing on social media, hit the pause button. Stop scrolling and move on to something different. You know, instead of, of being all about social media, there's something really fun that you can do. Instead of comparing ourselves to other people's lives, what if we had a healthy competition within our own households? Let's go to Pastor Jeremy real quick because he's got a super fun quarantine challenge that he wants to share with you. Hey, good morning, Avenue. You know, my family and I, we love a show on Netflix called Nailed it. And so what I'm gonna do today is I'm gonna bake real quick because instead of comparing like in today's message, let's go ahead and compete. 
with one another, a healthy competition in our home, or maybe you could FaceTime somebody and said, you know what? I challenge you on today's quarantine challenge because there's three benefits to a competition. The first thing that it does is that it'll begin to motivate you. It'll get us out of the monotony of this daily quarantine. But the second thing that it does is that it promotes creativity. Let's go ahead and get those juices flowing and say, you know what? Maybe I really can create something. And the third thing that it does for us today is that it'll create quality time with those that we love. And so why don't you go ahead and maybe bake a cake or a cupcake, a pancake, and I want you to throw it in the oven and I want you to go ahead and have a competition with those that you love. Oh, look at that, nailed it. Thank you, Jeremy, that was awesome. You know, when I think about comparison, I often think of Mary and Martha. And I wanna take you just real quick to Luke chapter 10 and check this out. It says, as Jesus and the disciples continued on their journey, they came to a village where a woman welcomed Jesus into her home. Her name was Martha and she had a sister named Mary. Mary sat down attentively before the master, absorbing every revelation he shared. So in other words, she's sitting at the feet of Jesus and she's listening and talking to him, okay? But Martha became exasperated by finishing the numerous household chores in preparation for her guests. So she interrupted Jesus and said this, Lord, don't you think it's unfair, right? Comparisons, right? Happening right here. Don't you think it's unfair that my sister left me to do all the work by myself? Life isn't fair. I'm feeling like a victim. I'm comparing myself. You should tell her to get up and help me. So the Lord answered her, Martha, my beloved Martha, why are you so upset and troubled, pulled away by all these many distractions? Are they really that important? Mary has discovered the one thing most important by choosing to sit at my feet. She is undistracted and I won't take this privilege from her. Now hear me friends, you think I'm probably gonna go in a direction and you're assuming what I'm about to say, but I wanna say two very important things to you when it comes to this, this story. Both women, number one, both women were so loved by God. Incredibly loved by God. God, Jesus said, Martha, my beloved. She's, he's calling out to her, even in her comparison to her sister, he's telling her how much she's loved. So number one, both women were completely loved. Number two, Martha and Mary are two very different people. See, Jesus told Martha that Mary chose the better thing. Now, universally, as a Christian, we all need to spend more time with Jesus. He is our hope, he is our strength, and time with him is invaluable, and hear me, it's irreplaceable. There's no substitute for it. Martha was comparing. Friends, stop comparing. Stop comparing. See, the way that I'm looking at this story is I'm realizing that in crisis, in our current pandemic and living in quarantine, some of you may need to be busy like Martha. Some of you may need to be distracted with the chores and the projects. Hear me, you're still spending time at Jesus' feet. But to get through the remainder of the day and not just a moment, you have permission to be busy. You have permission to pick up projects, but don't forsake meeting with Jesus. But maybe also you're like Mary, and Mary has a unique personality, very different from Martha, and you need to relax. Maybe you don't need to be busy with things. Maybe that helps anxiety rise up in you and instead you need to chill. Guess what? You have permission to do that during this crisis. Do not compare. It's the same storm, but it's the different boat. You have a unique personality, handcrafted by God with gifts and strengths. You are incredibly human. 
We have flaws, we have weaknesses, and what works for one person may not work for you. And hear me friends, that's okay. Spend time with Jesus, but how you get through this crisis, whether you are busy or whether you are relaxing, you don't need to compare. You're different and you are extremely loved by God. You don't have to have the best boat. You don't have to have the cleanest boat or the most creative boat or the boat with the best food. I just want you to get to shore. Do you hear me? I just want you to get to shore. You know, Jesus and his disciples were in a storm. This may be a very familiar story that you remember hearing in church or maybe even as a child. But one day Jesus and his disciples were in a boat. They went on a boat one evening and a huge storm came in and there were waves crashing back and forth and water was coming up on the boat and the disciples were freaking out. And we know this story because Jesus was sleeping. Now y'all are remembering it, huh? Jesus was sleeping and the disciples woke him up all freaked out. Do you even care about us? And see, we know this story, it's familiar, but I wanna point out something that I think is so important. I believe that we can know this story with familiarity, but we can miss something that is so incredibly significant and it's in the very beginning of the story. It says this, in Mark chapter four, it says that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side. Oops. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. And check this, there were also other boats with him. Did you catch that? Same storm, same dilemma, but different boats. See, the difference is in our lives today is that Jesus is not just on one boat, come on, traveling to the other side. He is on every single boat. Jesus is not just present on Jeremy and Lindsay's boat. He is actually present at the same time on Robert and Christina's boat. In the same storm, he is physically present on Mark and Ambrosia's boat while simultaneously being aboard Brenda's boat. How great is the love of our God? How amazing and infinite is his power that he is able to be fully present in my life during this crisis, ministering to me and my family while fully existing, fully existing and working in the lives of every man, woman and child who believe in him. Same storm, different boat, same storm, different boat, ever present God. Come on, that is amazing. There is the other side of this crisis. And you and I, we will reach the shore. Hear me, friends, you will reach the shore. But it's not going to be what it was before. We're crossing over to something new, but we're going to make it to shore. And if you're watching today and you are navigating this storm called COVID in your own boat without God, I would like to help you and to invite him into your life. See, none of us have to weather this crisis alone. Not only are we doing it in community, but we're doing it with Jesus Christ on our boat in the middle of a storm. See, Jesus greatly desires to go through this with you. In just a moment, we're gonna say a prayer together. And I would love if every person in every home or car or wherever you are watching from, if you would say this prayer out loud with me, there's no secret sauce in the words. It's what the words represent. It should represent a cry of my heart saying, I am not perfect and I am in need of a savior. And I don't know about you, but I would never wanna go through any crisis, any storm without Jesus in my life, in my boat with me. So would you all do me a favor? Would you pray with me today? Every person, every mouth out loud with this. Say, dear Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for paying for what I did. I receive your forgiveness 
Forgive me of my sins and be Lord of my life. Be number one with all my heart, the best way I know how. I am going to live for you. I now know who I am. Come on, I am saved, I am redeemed, I am a child of God. Ever-present God, come on, same storm, different boats, ever-present God. I would love for you to text me personally. If you took that step of faith and you asked Jesus to come into your life, text me at 702-727-8280 because I wanna celebrate with you and I wanna connect you to resources that'll help build that relationship with God. It's so exciting. Just remember friends, with what we're going through, same storm, different boats, but we love and serve an ever-present God.